0: Praise the Lord. I mean, why don't we go ahead and continue that with a hand clap of praise. If you believe that God is good and you are convinced that he is your healer, why don't we just lift up our voice? Why don't we stand to our feet for just a few moments because he is good in my life. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. The Bible talks about making a sacrifice of praise. And sometimes that means something has to die. That means sometimes I need to die to myself so I can go where I need to go into the spirit so that I can go where God wants to bring me hallelujah he is worthy he is worthy he is worthy I thank you Lord for your presence here in this place tonight Jesus I pray that Lord you administer in a way that only you can in this place Lord touch every heart and every mind as we come into your presence to hear your word hallelujah hallelujah thank you Jesus thank you Jesus has he been good to you Hallelujah, I believe it. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Real quick, I wanna read a scripture. It's in John chapter 14, verse six. You may be seated if you can. It says this, Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man coming to the Father but by me, I want to preach to you tonight about why not live for him. Amen. Why not live for Jesus Christ? Has he been good to you? Amen. Do you believe it? I need somebody to preach with me here tonight. I tell you, something that I've learned is that when I preach with the preacher, I get more out of it. I, I feel like I'm engaged and I'm in tune with what the spirit of the Lord is doing. If you want to know some things about him, why, why not live For him. He is life after all. All that life is, all that life should be, is found in him. If it's peace that you need, he has it. If it's purpose that you want, it's for you. He'll give it. If it's joy you want, in his presence is the fullness thereof. If it's hopeless, if you're feeling hopeless, he's the God of hope. Amen? If you're hungry, he's the bread of life. If you're thirsty, he'll give you rivers of living water. Why not? Live for him. It's relationship with God. It's walking with God. It's what we were designed for. He's changing hearts and he's healing minds. He's speaking to his people. He's everything you need. He is life. Do you believe that? Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you for your word, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's everything that we need. So to answer that question, why not live for Him, one of the things that I found and one of the answers that I found is we always seem to get stuck on the rules and don't realize that these rules are actually ingredients for true life, amen? Rules like coming to church regularly, rules like paying tithes. Rules like living a life of holiness and modesty. Rules like prayer, Bible study. These kinds of rules. All we seem to hear are the thou shalt nots. Amen? Does that resonate with anybody? Why does the church got to be so different from the world? It's just too hard. Is that something that you've ever heard before or you've ever felt before? Well, when we look to the world for life, we're walking after the flesh. So if we're saying, well, why is the church got to be like this? How come it's got to be so hard? And we're comparing that to the world. and if it's in the world that we're looking after for life, we're walking after the flesh. Now, if this sounds kind of familiar, I talked a little bit about this a couple Sundays ago. Uh, That carnal mindedness, walking after the flesh, that's carnal mindedness or that's carnal thinking, which inevitably leads to death. We read in Romans chapter 8, verses 5 through 6, for they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh. But they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. When we are looking to the world for life, we're walking after the flesh. We're saying, what is the world doing? What's popular? What does the world say about what's fun and entertainment? What does the world say about family, relationships? What's the world say about taking the edge off when I'm feeling stressed? What's the world say about taking it easy? What's the world say about what freedom is? What does the world say about how to fix your marital problems? What's the world say about that? What does it say about how to live life? Remember the the world's operating system it's all founded and grounded in the flesh that means that they use and they operate off of the world operates off of fallen nature that means our carnal mind and and that's the guide for decision making that means that um our fallen nature our 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 emotions is the guide what feels if it feels good run after it if it if you want to do that just follow your heart and Of course, we know the Bible says that our heart is wicked and deceitful. Um, Our fallen nature is also, it's our sinful nature. Amen. We were born into sin. And it's very easy for us to be sinful. And uh, I I mentioned before, it requires no thought at all. Uh, It's just acting on your feeling. And so when I'm telling you these things... Uh, to be carnally minded and to walk after the flesh. You know, it's really it's very easy to do and it, because that's our fallback plan. That's our autopilot. That's how we operate. That's when we're not thinking about godly things and we're not walking by the spirit. We are just doing what our sinful nature does. That means we, uh, we go after those things that we really feel like doing instead of what is right, instead of what is good and what is godly. So we fall back. Our fallback is the carnal man, the carnal nature. And so, I want to read the uh, and the Bible says in uh, Romans chapter six, verse twenty three says, "For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord." The payment for being carnal and sinful is death. So again, I ask, why not live for him? Why not live for him? We spend so much time asking that question, what's going on? Why don't I feel God anymore? What is it that we're really living for? What is it that I'm really after? Where is it that I'm spending my time what is it that I have been feeding? Have I been feeding my flesh or have I been feeding my spirit? Have I been uh, walking after the presence of God? Have I been looking to his word? Have I been praying? Have I been spending time with him? Am I just following rules or am I looking after the ways of God? Why not live for him? If I've not lived for him yet and I am still reverting back to my carnal nature, why not try to live for him? Why not? If it's not been working right yet, If it's not been, uh, if your life has not been producing uh, the things that you would like it to produce, I want us to be able to step back and look at it. Have I been living for him? Have I been giving him my all? Is anybody convinced here today? Is anybody in this place convinced that there is a way, that there's a truth, and that there is a life? Hallelujah. And it depends what we go after. It all depends on what we are feeding. It all depends on what we invest in, where our time is spent. I know so often we just, we just literally look to the world. We look to whatever's popular. We look to whatever is going on with our friends. And we ask, why is it so, uh, why does it got to be so different? Why does it got to be so difficult? But the cool thing is God knows exactly what you need. We, see, if we're comparing things, well, this isn't fun. Or it's, it, maybe if you're thinking carnally, I'm saying there's things that we like, we literally like, well, why has it got to be this? Listen, we'll never understand. In fact, the ways of God are foolishness to the world. Without his spirit, there's no, we're not even going to understand. But I tell you one thing, that what the Bible says about in his presence is fullness of joy. Has anybody ever tasted? Has anybody in here ever experienced the fullness of joy? I tell you what, if we have tasted that before and if we have experienced his presence before, why don't we continue in that presence? We wonder why we are not feeling what God has for us. We're wondering why we are not so happy. But I want you to look at yourself and look at your life. And I know because I have to look at my life and what it is that I've been going after. And have I been going after my flesh. Have I been letting my flesh lead me? Have I been just falling and resorting to whatever feels good? Have I just been not thinking? Because really that's all it is, amusement. You just not think. Because really, and that's what we do so often. We come back from work or school and we don't think and we, we resort to our carnal mindedness. And and all those things do is it it just tends to, you know, like like sheep. We just follow each other and we just go with the flow and before we know it we're so far away from everything that the Lord said that you could have if we want to live for God and if we want to be successful and if we want to make it in this day and in this age this time with all these things we need to live for him we need to live for him on purpose we need to make an, a, a conscious decision that I have to live for him. I want to spend time in his presence I'm telling you everything will change Everything will change in your life if you make the decision that I'm not doing this because someone is telling me to. I'm not doing this because it looks good. I'm not doing this because someone is telling me I'm coming to church because I love God and I get to praise Him. I get to spend time in His presence. I get to come together with like-minded people and His presence is fullness of joy. When I have made up my mind that this is the place I need to be, Hallelujah, if you've, ever, if you've ever experienced that before, if you believe that, why don't you lift up your voice. I tell you what, if we can't praise him here, we surely won't praise him out there because in here it's contagious. In the presence where other people are praying together, this is where praise should take place. And if we can't praise him at church, we sure are not praising him anywhere else. If we want to make it, we got to come together and realize that there is something that I'm living for. Hallelujah, nobody's gonna make you do it. Nobody can make you do it. In the end, it is just you and God. Hallelujah. If, what is it that I'm going after every single day? What is it that when I wake up, what drives me? Is it my entertainment for later on? Is it just pleasing others? Is it my lust? Is it What is it that drives me? Because I think this, and I know this, if you've made up in your mind that you're going to serve him, you are going to experience more life than you've ever lived. I'm telling you what, we call life just getting by and following after our carnal wants and desires, but listen, there's nothing that can fill that void and that drive and that desire that is inside of you. There's something that God created in all of mankind, and nothing can fill that. Nothing can fill that. Nothing can make you happy. Nothing, listen, lust and sin, it's unquenchable. It's never enough. If you've ever experienced it, you can't get enough because there's more. It's a hole that you can't fill. Only God can. Listen to me, young person. If you've not felt God yet, why not live for him? Why not try to give a little. Listen, you got to look at yourself. What is it that I'm doing in my life? What is it that drives me? What is it that makes me excited? I don't want to do church. Just doing church is boring. Just coming to church is boring. I'm saying that in a church. Coming to church just to clap my hands is a waste of time. But if I've made up my mind, I've come to church for myself to give him praise and when I lift up my voice and I call on his name and all of a sudden I start giving a little, I sacrifice a little bit with praise. Because guess what, when I come to church, I oftentimes do not feel like praising, but when I do something changes in my mentality, something changes in my heart. When the preacher preaches and I preach back, something happens. And I can't tell you what it is because I just got to do it. And when I worship him, something happens. And I promise you this, if you get engaged in the presence of God, church will no longer be just a thing. Coming into these doors, it will no longer just be a thing. Listen to me. You will never find more purpose than when you're living for God. I don't care if you're talented in other areas. We can take your talent and go do whatever you want in the world, and it will never give you purpose. It will never satisfy you. When you use what God has given you for his kingdom, I tell you what, it's amazing. When you start saying things that God has put in your spirit, it's amazing. If you're a singer and you sing unto the Lord a new song, or if you use that talent for Him, it changes things. Hallelujah. Some of us have some talents and some gifts and some abilities, and you guess what? They're not for you. They're for the church, and I need it. The church needs it. I need someone to to give me a hug and and encouragement. I need somebody to help. We need each other. Amen? Amen. This should be the safest place. We should come to church and know that my brothers and sisters love me and care about me and would go out of their way. We're the body of Christ. And some of us, I know sometimes I, we got to search ourselves. What is it that is, uh, what do I have and what am I holding in my heart against other people? I don't even know how I got on that, but that's, I, that's good. Hallelujah. Because I tell you what, when we start living for God, I don't care who you are. I'm coming to church and I'm going to preach regardless if I'm preaching tonight. Okay? If the if pastor or, or the preacher is preaching, I tell you what, some, a lot of times it resonates what's already been going on in my life. God will speak something, He'll drop something in your spirit, and you know what, He'll you expound on that and you'll have something to preach, you'll have a word of encouragement for somebody else. Hallelujah. In His presence, why not live for God? This is what real life really is. And I'm tired. We should not be a people that is beaten down and drudging through life. And I so often see that. And so often we experience that. So often we go around because guess what? We're fighting with two worlds. We've not made up our mind who we are yet. We are fighting and we're not happy. And we're just struggling and we're suffering. And God deliver me. And all he's saying is just live for me. Do what I say. You're going to be all right. I'm going to make a way. I love you and I will never leave you and I will never forsake you. And I'm going to be there for you. And those promises I said, I will do them. Just follow me. Just come after me. I will lift you up when you're lowly. I will give you hope when you're hopeless. I will make a way. Listen, if the world only knew what you know. If the world only knew what you know. They would be running in these doors. Witnessing would not be hard. Witnessing, it would just be a lifestyle. Thank you, Sister Aunt Mary. Because I, she, what an awesome example that is. She can't help but be a witness. She goes somewhere and it just spills out of her. Because she's living a lifestyle. She is trying to serve God. And it's amazing because guess what? You'll find yourself saying things that you didn't know you could say. You'll find yourself prophesying over somebody on accident. You'll find God will drop something in your spirit and you're like, wow, this is for you. You'll accidentally, you'll pray for somebody and they will be healed and people will see that and people will know that the Lord, he is good and it is a time for this. Listen, miracles aren't just some ancient tradition. Miracles were not reserved for the Bible back then, 2,000 years ago. They are still happening today. If you believe the Lord can do something good for you, why don't you just shout unto God with a voice of triumph. I believe that the Lord, he is good. Yes, Jesus. Hallelujah. There is more power and more faith in this building because we know he is good. Hallelujah. There is nothing he can't do. There is no illness that he cannot cure. There is no sickness too great for him. He is real and he is alive and he is living in you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What a mighty God we serve. Nobody can say it like you can say it. Nobody can reach them like you can reach them. Hallelujah. Listen, some of you right now are getting discouraged because I'm saying these things. It's not too big for you. Don't worry about how it's going to look. If you just seek after Jesus and live for him, it will not be difficult. You will not be overwhelmed. You will find yourself accidentally doing things for God because you're loving Him, because you're seeking after Him. Hallelujah. It comes with a lifestyle of prayer. Ha, hallelujah. With a lifestyle of prayer. Guys, I don't care what the world says. Turn off your phone, throw that stuff away. I'm telling you, I don't care if I'm not popular with social media. I'm sorry. If it is pulling you away from God, throw the phone away. If it is stealing your time with God, throw it away. Get a flip phone. I don't care what it takes. Because there is no price for your soul. If you are finding yourself just distraught and bored and hurting, how much time have you actually been spending with God in your personal time? he's not going to speak to you if you're not listening or if he is speaking you're just not going to hear it hallelujah hallelujah jesus hallelujah jesus thank you lord why not live for him some of you have been praying for a long time don't give up on that prayer doesn't mean that it's fallen to the ground Let it be a memorial unto the Lord. Continue to pray. God knows exactly what he is doing. For those who have been praying for their lost loved ones or, or for their children, keep praying. Keep praying. God knows what he's doing. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. There's a faith. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. Listen, when we pray in the spirit and when we are spending time with him, it changes everything. I'll go to work, and I will feel not very spiritual, and I will miss many opportunities, and I will end up just life, you know, the day will be not good, and I won't, I'll get depressed and whatever, just upset, and life's just hard. But anybody ever notice the difference when you put on the mind of Christ? You know, here's the thing. We want peace, and I know, and I, and I've, I've, I talk about this probably a lot because I need to talk about it because I need peace. Anybody else in here need peace? And and, and I think it's amazing that it says the peace of God that passes all understanding. That means my understanding cannot comprehend the peace that God has for me. That means sometimes you need to stop thinking about it. Hallelujah. Sometimes we spend a lot of time thinking, trying to think our way. Out of the situation. Well, guess what? If you could do that, things would be different. But you can't. You can think about it till you're dead and you'll never get anywhere. We got to give it. It's by his grace and his mercy. Some things we cannot carry and we need his peace that passes all understanding to keep our heart and our mind. I'm telling you, we, I need him to keep my heart and my mind. Because my thinking will drive me into the ground. Sometimes we just spin our wheels and we get nowhere. We're burning out in our mind and we're just messing up things. We need to spend time in his presence. In his presence is fullness of joy. Praying in the spirit. Hallelujah. Being not conformed to the world but transformed by the renewing of our mind. If we're not praying and if we're not putting on the mind of Christ, then we're not going to be able to come to it, and I, I know I talk about this a lot, but there's a love, The love for that we have for people. We can't do that on our own, and and I've mentioned that and it's not in my notes, but I just want to say that, really, if we go out there and we want to live for God, and we want to make it, you can't do it without His love. First, we need His love. We need to exp- we need His presence. We need to spend time with Him. We need to get all you know. I, I can do this. We can't do it without a relationship with Him. But then once we got that relationship going, and He's and we're prayed up. Then he equips us to go out there and he'll give us a love for people. Amen. There's a difference. I've, if you try it, if you've ever tried that, trying to minister and, and you're just carnal, it's like really hard. You know, you're like, you need to go to church and repent and uh, never mind. Just, you know, and it, 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 we, we don't really do a good job. We need the love of God working in our life. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You know, would you lift your hands and just one more time, let's just call on his name. Lord, we need you. We need you in this place, Father. God, I thank you for where you're taking us. God, I thank you for what you're doing inside of us lord i thank you for the faith that is rising in this place and lord i speak it in the name of jesus all across this room in the name of jesus as we pray unto you father i pray that lord you would equip us lord that you would remind us of the things that you've said about us lord the things in the past i pray that lord you would remind us of what you said we could do in jesus name hallelujah i thank you lord for your word and for what you're saying in jesus name Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We need to live for him. Why not? Why not live for him if you've never received the gift of the Holy Ghost? If you don't know, if you want to know how we first need to know who Jesus is, which is God manifested in the flesh. He came here. He paid the price for your sin. He died on the cross and he paid the price for your sin. Your sin causes death. Your sin separates you from God, and he paid that price for you, and that's intimate. That's personal, not just for somebody else, but specifically for you. That's who Jesus is. We need to remember, first of all, that he is God, and we need to believe in him. We need to know that he is and a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. We need to know that he has a plan for you, and he will do it. We need to then remember that this ways of this world, they just, they keep, bringing me away from God they keep messing me up they keep hurting me and so we need to repent we need to turn from the things of this world and say God you know what I can't do this anymore I'm turning to you and I trust you and I believe in you we need to repent of our sins and turn to him the Bible also talks about we need to receive his Spirit. we need to be baptized we need to him to cover our sins we need to be buried with him the death burial and resurrection and be born again and receive his spirit. Because, guys, it, without his spirit, the Bible says we are not of his. So if we really want to make it, we need his spirit. And, and that's the thing that you, we hear about and, you know, you just believe in your heart. But, man, I tell you what, where would I be without his spirit? Guys, not only is it just a doctrinal thing. I don't really care. You can debate all, all you want. You can debate till you're blue in the face. But what I have tasted and I have seen, no, nobody can tell you otherwise. This is real. Anybody believe that? That this is real. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. This is real. Peter preached it on the first day, the first message to the church in repentance, baptism, Jesus' name. Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2 says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God which is your reasonable service, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of our minds. We must not walk after the flesh, but after the spirit. We must not be conformed to this world. Like I said, it is so easy for me and you to be conformed to this world. I mean, unfortunately, so many people don't even know. In fact, the society teaches where there's no truth, and so nobody even knows what's right, what's wrong. And so people can't help but be conformed to this world because the world's saying there's nothing, there's no truth. Do what you want, just whatever. And that just messes with everything because there is a truth. He said he is the way, the truth, and the life. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We need to recognize that there's a right way. If we ever going to believe in anything, we need to believe that God gave us a word. He gave us directions so that we could live a life in that more abundantly. Isn't that amazing? God, he didn't just come and give us life. He says for us, we can have life in that more abundantly. I don't care what we hear about on TV and about, you know, we'll give you new Mercedes if you call now and donate and, and all that. You can, that's, that isn't life. That's just stuff. And that stuff's going to break, and your blessing's going to fade away, and it's just garbage. But there's no life like his life, right? So the blessings that the Lord might have for you might not be exactly how you think they're going to be. But I tell you what, they are good, and they're for you. Amen? He has something planned for you. Why not live for him? Because, well, first of all, he said so. He said, follow me. I mean, he said, this is the way. I am the way. Amen? He's the road map. He's the journey. And he's the destination. Isn't that amazing? He's the directions. He's the journey. And he's the destination. He's the way. He's the truth. He's the life. If there's a way that you and I know we should be living, why don't we start trying to do that? Because I guarantee you, your life will be a lot different. And I know that there's a lot of things that rise up when we hear this. Our flesh rises up, and we don't want to hear that. Sometimes we need to deny our flesh. That's why there's fasting in the Bible, and I don't even like to say the F word, because I start getting hungry immediately. But I know that sometimes I need to deny my flesh. And not just fasting to fast, but fasting and prayer. Because it's my denying of my flesh and my feeding of my spirit in relationship with God. Prayer, bringing it to Him. Saying, God, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to fast, th- I'm going to sacrifice some things, I'm going to put my body under subjection, and I want to just spend some time with you, and I want to talk to you, I'm going to pray for these things, and i want to bring these things to you, and you know what, it does it, I, I, I've done this, uh, I remember one time distinctly, I just felt like I was in heavenly places, I mean, I was hungry, but in that moment, it was like my spirit was living, I was, on, I felt like I was just spirit, and it's amazing, because everything seems to change, when we're in his presence, Nothing else. I mean, your problem ain't so big when you you let God just take care of it. Amen. It's only his spirit that can get you through that bad situation in your life. It's only his spirit that can get you through a hard marriage. It's only his spirit that can get you through a sickness in your life. It's only his spirit that can get you through uh, the loss of a loved one in your family. It's only by his spirit that you can endure through that job that's very difficult. It's only through his spirit that you can make it through the trial that you're going through in your life. And we need to walk after him. We need to allow him to have his way in our life. Amen. So one of the things I want to say, I mean, maybe hearing this tonight, you've maybe you've not been living after him. Maybe there are some things that you're allowing to live in your life, and and I'm sure that if that's the case, then as some of these things were being spoken, maybe that resonated in your heart. Maybe you've maybe you've been walking after the flesh, and that's probably to a degree a lot most people, because we struggle with that. Where this is, I live in this flesh suit, you know. This is. I got to deal with this, and so it's a struggle. It's my autopilot. So if I'm not like, you know, I'm like, oh, I love you, Lord. I love. What's that? What's, oh, well, I love you, Lord. So it's our it's our fallback. You know, we need to we need to purposely put on the mind of Christ, or else we can't make it. And so if I've if what you've hear, heard tonight kind of resonates in you, and, and you need more of God, and you know that maybe there's some things that you've been entertaining that you cannot entertain because it's killing you if I'm talking to anybody in this place tonight I want to let you know and I want us to be able to come tonight and make some a commitment to him I want us to be able to come to the front of this altar right here and lift up our voices to him and 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 make a commitment to him so right now I want to just go ahead and offer uh you to come down here to this to this altar And if there's some things in your life that you know you need to do better at, I want us to to recommit our life to him. Because I don't care who you are. There is nothing worth losing out on a relationship with him. There's nothing, no money, no job, no thing, no relationship that is worth more than this relationship with God. There is nothing worth more than that. And I want to know if, you, if anybody believes that, would you come down here and let, let God renew you? If it's been a long time, if maybe you've been struggling in your own personal walk with God, why don't you come to the front and let God renew you? And as I'm speaking right now, why don't you go ahead and just lift up your voice to him and let God speak through you? If you've not prayed in the Holy Ghost in a long time, right now, why don't you let him speak through you? Hallelujah. For some of you, you might not even know what to say. But just let him speak through you. Why don't you lift up your voice to him? Because I guarantee you, he has something to say about you. Why don't you just call on that name that's above every name? Hallelujah. Right now, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we love you. Hallelujah. If you've not been born again, and if you've never received the gift of the Holy Ghost, these altars are open right now. And you come up here, it is a promise to you. He will do that for you hallelujah he said it is a promise to you come on that's it right now all across this room in the name of Jesus Lord God I recommit myself to you Lord you know what it is that I have been battling with you know what it is that I've been giving myself over to day in and day out you know what it is that has my heart you know what it is Lord that has my mind And Lord, right now, I'm saying that none of that is worth more than my relationship with you. Right now, God, I'm recommitting it. I'm recommitting my life to you, Jesus. I love you, Lord. God, please forgive me for these things. Lord, every thought, every idea, everything that I've said and everything that I've done, God, I'm sorry and I don't want to do that anymore I'm turning it away I give it to you Lord I want to live for you because Lord you are life come on that's it everybody let's just lift up our voice to him hallelujah there's no praise like your praise come on that's it hallelujah nobody can praise him for you that's it all across this building god i give it to you i want to walk where you want me to walk come on there's peace all across this building if you need peace right now why don't you just give it to him god i give you this situation right now why don't you claim that yes jesus come on it's that peace that passes all understanding Come on, that's it. Just push it a little bit more. Hallelujah. Doesn't matter how you feel. Come on, I need you, Lord. I need you, Lord. Come on, that's it. God is doing something in somebody's life, even in this moment. Those chains are being broken because I am recommitting my life to him. Oh, yes, Lord. Oh, yes, Lord. Oh, hallelujah, Lord. Come on, that's it. Oh, yes, Lord. Oh. Yes, Lord Oh, Yes Lord Hallelujah Lord. Come on, that's joy unspeakable. Hallelujah. Yorohosha. Rohosha. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Reading alone is not enough. Going to church alone is not enough. I need your presence, Lord. I need your guidance, Lord. I need your hope and I need your help. I cannot do it without you, Lord. I want to taste and see it, Lord. I want to know it for myself, Lord. I'm not going to stand here and watch everybody else get a blessing, Lord. I need you, Lord.
1: Hallelujah.
0: Come on. That's it. In the name of Jesus. There is power in oh, the name Oh, come on. That's it. Jesus. Oh, there
1: is power. Hallelujah. There is power Oh, yes, Lord. in the name of
0: Jesus. Come on. If you know that song and you can sing it, but sing it from there your heart. There is
1: power.